Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. This is going to be an epic, epic episode of um, Balance Unbalanced Lady Podcast because right now, as you're listening to this podcast, we are streaming from two platforms, the Clubhouse app and through Zoom, where I am looking at Mr. Raylan Davis right now. And ladies, Raylan, I know that you have a partner But ladies, he is very good looking, I have to say. (laughs) Um, But Raylan, before we get into it, I want to uh, have you intro and then we'll kind of get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, first of all, uh, when you reached out and said, hey, I I would love to interview you, I was confused. I just assumed like you meant to DM somebody else, but obviously you meant me. So uh, for those who don't know me, my name is Raylan Davis. Uh, I'm a sales coach and I specialize in helping people, especially coaches, get consistent with their sales. And I think more importantly, even than that, make sure they realize they can have and they deserve more, whatever that means for them. Love that. Love that. So let's kind of get into it. Let's talk about your journey into the coaching business. Cause like what, 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 what made you get into it to begin with? <clears throat> well, what, so I've always been a coach mm. always just a different context. So like uh, early on in my, my life, I've always been in sports and been fascinated by coaching. Like mm-hmm. the fact that uh, in athletics, to so just start there, I didn't believe in myself more than anybody else. I, and in fact, I just assumed I was never going to be good enough in the sport of wrestling. That's what I did. I was never going to be that good at football. I just kind of did it to do it. And, and my coaches were able to bring out of me something that didn't already know that was there. And then, you know, fast forward, I, I, you know, get a scholarship to the Air Force Academy for football. I turned that down and ended up going to Central Michigan University where I wrestled. Again, for me to go D1 wrestling was was just never going to be there. But more importantly than anything, I had a coach named Coach Smith and he was an Olympic alternate uh, for wrestling. And he taught me more about being a man than my father did. My father went away to uh, prison when I was a kid. So I didn't really understand, you know, what it's like to honestly be a good person even, or even be a good man. And he taught me that through the vehicle of wrestling. And again, here I am just fascinated about how was he able to pull something out of me? I didn't know I, I, you know, that I had already. So then, you know, fast forward a whole bunch and, and I'm in corporate America, I'm in entry level sales and I get obsessed with sales. I just love the psychology behind it. I love that you can inspire someone to want to be better. And I stumbled across it because my uh, growing up, my uncle was a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in the Baptist church back in Detroit. And, and he would, uh, you know, I, I was fascinated by the fact that he would say words out of a book and say it in such a way 
that for those that have been to a Baptist church, the women would get the, whole, the Holy Ghost, right? They're shaking, convulsing, they're crying, they're laughing, they're dancing. And that was all through the way my uncle put together words. That's it. He just made you, and, and just throw away, like, again, religion in general, but he made you feel comfortable enough to, to say some of the hardest things maybe you never even told your partner. He would invite you up to the pulpit to, to put out all of your worries. And then he would offer you something. He was selling something and it was God. I was fascinated, right? I, I, I actually, and I'm even joking for a minute. I even thought, man, do I want to be a pastor? Like I, I literally had that thought in my head. And then I was like, nah, I, I swear too damn much for that. <laughs> um, I hope this podcast is explicit because I say fuck a lot. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, I mean, we're going to find out if not. So, so, so anyway, I go to corporate and quickly climb the, the ladder, so to speak. And find myself in an executive position where I traveled the country at 30 locations and I traveled the country once again, coaching. And again, what's funny is I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I was just going to a location. I was looking at their P&Ls. I was looking at their activity and saying, hey, I would make this change here. I would change this funnel. Again, I didn't know they were funnels then. To us, it was just the marketing. And so I was the blend between sales and marketing and I was the go in between. And, and I didn't know what I was doing when I was doing it. I was coaching people. I was building offers and I was doing copywriting. I was building funnels. I was doing email market. I was doing all of that, but had, there was this whole other world that I didn't know about, which is online, you know, businesses, like being a coach online. So again, a little time pass and I get, uh, uh, that, that job that I had, they sold and shut down half the country, including mine. And usually when that happens, you know, they don't take on the, the, the executives anyway. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll figure something out. And now I'm without a job. You know, I had a little bit of money in the bank, but not much. Not, not that I took like a year off. And I found myself constantly in positions to grow other people's businesses, except for my own. Mm. So then you're sitting there and you're like, what do you do? Right? Like, do I go after it myself? Uh, do I, you know, what do I do? And so I made a decision since I had been around, you know, online and seeing people do this. I said, well, why can't I do it? So I started coaching for free. I started reaching out to sales reps that I knew. I started reaching out to, you know, business owners. I said, let me coach you for free for two months. And if I increase your sales, cool. If I don't, I mean, you're not paying me. So it's all, it's all good. And it uh, turns out I was decent at it. So I just kind of went, went into it. And that, and that is, is that is my, my basically whole life story in, in, in six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I, I know you guys couldn't hear me on Clubhouse, but I was like cracking up. But he, I mean, Raylan, you're incredible. Um, so I kind of want to get into your your journey on, on this app where, where we're on, we're on Clubhouse, right? And the first time I met you or quote unquote heard you because... Yeah, social audio, it's, you know, the new generation, was on Breakfast with Champions, I believe. And I can't remember exactly what you said, but you had such, your share and the value that you literally give on on this app is incredible, and you leave an impact on people. So, and I'm sure this app has helped you um, find those clients that you were looking for. Um, so let's let's kind of get into that. Like, what what has Clubhouse done for you? Yeah. So first of all, I really appreciate that you feel like um, I'm giving value to people, and 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 
maybe that term is kind of like loosely used these days on, on Clubhouse. But even when I got onto it, I was fascinated by the fact that, that yeah, there's maybe somebody out there that can't afford my services or, or they're not just at the right place for it, but I could change their life. Like I had this crazy notion in my head that through, go back to my uncle, right? Being the pastor and, 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 and just saying words and changing someone's whole life. I said, well, what if I use this as a way to, to do that? What if somebody could hear me and me tell them, hey, just so you know, Danielle, I love you and you fucking deserve it. And every day that you don't go after your dreams, someone is losing. And it's not just you, it's the world, right? I could say that to you and maybe, just maybe, you wake up the next day and you create a business or you do better at your job or you know you, you, you pay more attention to your relationships, whatever. You don't have to pay me for that. And I was fascinated by that. And so what happened, especially for those that have been around Clubhouse for a while, in the early days, you could just say like two words and then somebody DM you be like, hey, take my money. Obviously, like things have changed. And so now there's a little bit more work. But literally, all I was doing was just being me. Like I was just telling people, they'd ask me a question, I'd tell them the answer. And I've never been a subscriber to this idea. And I'm sorry. And actually, I was going to say, I'm sorry if you feel this way, but I actually don't care. But there's a lot of people that say, what is the saying? Like, give the what, uh, but never the how. I was like, no, I'm going to give you the what, the how, what to do after that. And I'm going to give you all of it. Because here's what I know about people. And this is the honest truth. I could give you everything. And if you don't pay, the likelihood of you taking action on that is like 10%. It's not, you're not going to probably do it anyway. So it gives me that opportunity to actually work out how I articulate how I coach people. So I took this as, a, as practice. Clubhouse was practice to me. Like, you know, Alan Iverson, practice. We're talking about practice, that's what it is to me. So, so one of the biggest things that Clubhouse did to me, let's throw away the clients for a second. I got to every single time I introduced myself on stage, tweak my brand. I got to introduce myself in a new way. I got to add this word, take out this word. Ah, that didn't work. This works. And so I got to text again and again and again on Instagram. You can't do that. If you change your bio every single day or not even every single day, but every hour, people would be like, that person's crazy. They have no idea who they are. But on Clubhouse, I got to do it and get real feedback. So it actually excelled my, my business, not even just the, the client perspective, but because of how much I got the test. So again, around the idea of like what a Clubhouse has done for me, that's honestly what it, the most thing, uh, the biggest thing it did for me was being allowed to test and try things out and get real feedback from an audience. So right before we got on here on the app, we were talking about, <laughs> yeah, I see you laughing. I see you laughing. I'm laughing because like I told you specifically, I was like, there's some questions. I don't know if you don't want to ask me, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask you. Oh, I'm going to ask you. So we, when we were chit-chatting before we got on the app, we were talking about people don't, some people don't freaking listen, right? They, they, when you're when you're given all this value, you're you're, you're sharing all your you're basically your heart and your knowledge to other people, and then you you know you you ask this, that person that you're given the value to on this app like so what did I say uh uh right so like let's talk about that because like I was saying to you before you have created so much value on the app and when people are listening to you they're really listening and what are you doing because you told me what you do. 
Yeah. So yeah, like, so like, here's a little strategy. This is like, you know, I've been asked a couple of times, like, how do you get, cause I, I've worked with some really, I'm really blessed that I've worked with some really cool people uh, on the app and built relationships, with a lot of cool people and collaborated different ways. Um, and, and so here's how I've done it. Literally, this is my, my, my silver bullet to getting clients on Clubhouse is you fucking listen. That's it. So like, so like the, historically, this is what happens, right? Somebody comes on stage, asks a question. Somebody goes, oh, I can answer that. Answers the question. And then the host goes, all right, cool. That served you? Yes. And they move on. Okay. I don't like that because I actually have no clue if that person, one, understood what I was saying and could execute on it. Because if they can't execute, I just talked for six minutes for no reason just to hear myself talk. Now, granted... As you could probably tell, I like hearing myself talk. I talk all the time. That's how I think. I talk. But but that's not the purpose of Clubhouse, right? So the only thing that I do differently than I think most people is I will give you the blueprint. I'll tell you exactly how to do it, but I'll stop for a minute. I'll, and instead of saying, hey, did that serve you or whatever people say at Clubhouse, I'll go, no, talk me, tell me what I just told you. Now, walk me through how you're going to do that. What are you going to do tomorrow or today? What are you going to do? And so there's one or two ways this can go. Either one, they refer back everything they said that you said, and they're going to you know, put it in order because they, they were listening. Now, what happens is that person is practicing the coach-client relationship. So what happens is by them repeating back to you what they said and then going and taking action, they're actually test driving what it would be like to work with you. And so now in their mind, now I'm coach. What's interesting is there's individuals I've never worked with on this app. I've never actually been their coach ever, but they still to this day call me coach. Or I've worked with them for a short period of time. I don't work with them anymore. And still to this day, they call me their sales coach. Why? Because that client coach relationship, I'm always in it. So there's somebody that was a huge inspiration to me. Her name is uh, Donette. She was a VP uh, at uh, the company that I worked at back in the day. And I remember she told me something when I was like early on in my career. She said, I, I just noticed she would walk into a room and the room would just light up. Like, have you ever been around somebody that as soon as they walk in the door, you're like, I want to be that person's friend. Like, I want to hug them. I want to, that was her. And people would just go crazy. But even, even if they didn't even know her. And so I asked her, because I, I, I love decoding people's success. And so I went up to her and said, how do you do that? Like, how do you, like, how do you get in relationship with people so quickly? You know, obviously as a salesperson, like I think about these things. And she goes, Raylan, I don't get in any relationship with anybody. I'm already in it. I'm already in the relationship. As soon as I meet you, because when I first met her for the first time, I thought back to when I first met her, the first time I met her, she was, oh my God, Raylan, so good to see you. And she gave me this huge hug. How are you doing? And it was like, we've been friends for like, I, this is the first time I met this woman. Okay? So, so that sticks with me. So again, I don't, I don't try to become your coach. I am your coach. The only thing that I will write on is for you to send me the check, like, or to, or, you know, pay for, you know, whatever. That's the only thing. So the, the, I said, there's two options, right? So they listen, they do whatever, but what happens if they can't repeat back? Now it's a coaching opportunity. Now I get the opportunity to address it to the room and go, look, here's the issue. Everyone, you say you have a problem, but yet you don't want really the solution. So what did you come here for? Now, again, this is not just for this one person. This is for everybody because everyone does this. If we really want things to be different in your life, if you really want your business to change, if you really want to be more happy, if you really want whatever it is you want, and you just had the answer in your hand and you chose not to accept it, where else does that show up in your life? Because I'm willing to bet it shows up everywhere. If it shows up everywhere, I'm also willing to bet that's the reason why you are not happy in where you are. 
So anyway, that's that's literally the only difference. And sometimes I don't do it in public like that. Sometimes I just shoot people a DM and 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 coach them that way. But that I just take the relationship further. I just assume I'm already your coach. Uh, I I absolutely I absolutely love that, and I hope that everybody that's listening is kind of writing these stuff down because I think you're like giving a masterclass here. Um, but I have a few other questions before we um, go over to Clubhouse and see what our, our crew over there has to say. But I want to kind of ask you when you look at your your because you have a daughter, correct? No, I have a son. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, the worst. Okay, do your research. Worst. It's okay. Do it. Right. Damn it. Do it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's not your fault uh, because um, I don't post them online. Like I don't, I don't share pictures of them. So that's that's not your fault. Okay. Good. So okay. I'll, uh, it's a pass. Okay. Anyway, so you have a son. When you look at your son, what kind of legacy do you want to leave him? Yeah. Now we're getting. Now we're getting there. <laughs> so I was actually thinking about um, this not too long ago. It, I feel like it changes and, and it starts off big, right? Like I hear this all the time. And, and, and again, if this is you, then uh, again, I would say, I'm sorry, but I'm not. And I, I was creating a um, Instagram post, a picture of my, me and my son. Now it's just the back of him. I don't ever post this picture um, of him uh, directly, but I, I was, the post was about, I was writing the caption for it. And I, I said, he was my why. But the truth is that's a, that would be a lie. He's not my why. I'm not, he's not the reason I'm doing this business. I'm doing this business for me because I deserve it. And parents have this interesting thing where we think everything has to revolve around the kid. We think that our entire lives is to be about them. But what are we teaching our kids? That they don't, they're, they're not worthy of going after what they want just for the sake of doing it for them. That we need external people and reasons and and whatever to to go after what we maybe are afraid of and want to go for anyway. So that's not true. I'm not doing it for him. So I'm, I'm doing it for only one person. I'm doing it for me, and it's okay to to say that and, and be a, and, and and actually mean it. So what legacy do I want to leave my son? The truth is, I just want to teach him how to be a good man. Like I I, I think every parent you know uh, strives to give their kids something they didn't already have, and it's not money. It's not whatever I want to give my son. It's that, it's that growing up, like I, my dad never, I can't remember because he went away when I was like nine to prison and I don't remember ever getting a hug from my dad. The only time he ever physically had contact with me was when he was hitting me. It's the only time I can remember him actually touching me, except for there's one time where we're walking across the street and we're holding hands and he used to roll my knuckles in his hand. That's the only time I ever had uh, like an emotional connection with my father. So I want to give my son the ability to love. Like I didn't learn that from my dad. I learned that from actually, you know, I was fortunate. I learned that from coaches in my life. They taught me that. My, my wrestling coach used to say, I love you all the time. Give me a hug, right? And I'd learned that from him. So I want to give that to my son. I want my son to, to know it's okay to, to love someone deeply and, and, and to mean it and to want to be the best he, him he can be for, for other people. And, uh, honestly, as long, like I've said this before, but, and I mean this when I say, if the only thing my son can say to uh, say about me in my funeral is that I know my dad loves me. Like I know my dad loved me and he was there. I'm good. That's, that's enough legacy for me. You've got me really emotional. Uh, 
<laughs> that was that was great and i i think that you're i think with legacy it's not leaving it's not leaving it it's also doing it within the process so you're you're already living it oh my god i'm getting emotional <laughs> okay this is the first time ever that i've ever started to cry on my own podcast this is great this is great thank you Raylan. thank you of course um but i already think that you are living in it and you 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 are going you are a great dad and you're living in it for him and he's oh that that was amazing so my last question which our fellow friend molly dare uh asked us in, in, in one of the uh, one of her beautiful morning rooms is if you had if you could write a book about yourself right yeah what would the title of your book be so I wish this question came on Clubhouse because somebody that's on stage right now is actually going to be writing my book, and 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 I don't know what my title is. He 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 sent me he's his name is Eric uh, Eric G Reed uh, for those that don't know him and and he's an outstanding ghostwriter, a coach, uh, and a really good friend of me. And he's probably sent me like four different titles. When we go back to Clubhouse, um, um, he, he'll definitely tell us what my actual title title is. But if I had to come up with something, you know. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that you deserve more because that's like my purpose and everything. Like mm-hmm. that, I just, that's the only thing that I want is I want people to know they deserve more. Now, again, more doesn't have to be more money, more clients. It means whatever it means to you. It can simply just mean more of you doing what you want to do. That's okay too. And, and I think people come to me for various different reasons, right? And it usually starts relatively surface. Like they're like, oh, I just want more clients, more consistent clients. All right, cool. Let's figure it out. But I bridge the gap between transformation, what I call transformation or, or you could call it a, a mindset, I guess, uh, and, and, and sales. And the reason I even do that is, is because I, for years, would give people the strategies. Here's how you sell more. Here's how you can talk to people and increase the likelihood of them inspiring and inspiring them to take action. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. And they would get decent results, but when they stop working with me, they tend to not have good results after that. And so I sit there for a while and I was like, man, do I just suck as a coach? Like, am I, I'm not, I don't want to be a therapist where you have to stay with me for, for a lifetime to, to, to get results. I don't want that. So, so what am I doing wrong? And I realized I wasn't, I was giving people Ferraris, but not teaching them how to drive stick. So now you, you blend in the mindset or, the, or again, what we call transformation. And we start with the premise that you're not broken. We start with the premise that you are 100% whole and that everything you need comes from within. Everything. You know everything. Like, you know, like when people work with me, the truth is they know the answer. That's why I never give it to them. They know it. My job is to pull it out of them. And so when you do that, what happens is if a client stays with me for six months or, or joins you know, our, our, our mastermind of coaches for a year. And the next year they're like, you know, screw Raylan. I don't like that his nose is crooked and he swears too much and whatever. They're going to be okay. And I, and I honestly know that they will, as long as they, you know, obviously keep up with it. But, but if I had to say, well, my title is that you deserve more. But again, the real title got to come from Eric, not me. I'm not the, I'm not the writer. <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll talk to Eric when we, when we get off here and, get, and hang out with our clubhouse fam. But um, I, I can definitely, definitely see that book out there, and I will, I will be the first one to to purchase it for sure. Um, your, your, but, your audience heard it first; they heard it first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
my last question to you is um, if anybody who's listening wants to, you know, connect with you, give all the goods, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but give all the goods to everybody. Yeah. I think the, the best strategy to, to not just get something for me to get something out, but for you to get something out of it is probably my YouTube channel. Like I'm giving away free coaching. Like when I say that, I mean, like I'm going to train you on YouTube as if like you're a client of mine and it's up to you to decide what you do with that. Um, but if you want the access, if you want to be able to, to get that accountability and work with me directly, um, you simply can go to uh, uh, elevatedsalesacademy.com uh, or elevated, um, elevatedsalescoaching.com. And uh, yeah, that's it. Perfect. Well, Berlin, I truly, truly appreciate you taking the time out and chatting with me. And we're going to go ho- over and hang out with our Clubhouse fam, have them see if they have any questions for you. And again, thank you for being the guinea pig um, to this new experience that I'm doing. And it's really exciting. So I appreciate you. I really, really do. Of course, you're phenomenal at it. And, uh, and I can't wait to hear your other your other uh, guests come up and you ask amazing questions. Like I, I don't think I've ever been asked with the legacy I want to leave for my son. So keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you have a subscriber. Well, thank you so much. All right, talk to you soon. All right.